when I made it through my first three years of teaching K through five STEM, and at this point, nine years of teaching in general, I knew I had found my thing in education. I have definitely developed a passion in elementary STEM, and it is something that is continued to growing and a big reason why this podcast is here today. Getting to this stage in my STEM teacher pathway definitely has had many successes and also a lot of challenges. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through the third stage of the STEM teacher pathway, the connector. Welcome to the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast, a show that'll help you with lesson ideas, systems, and actionable tips to apply to your classroom. I am your host, Naomi Meredith, a former classroom teacher turned current STEM teacher and coach. With over a decade of experience teaching and a master's degree in STEM leadership, I am here to coach you throughout the year to help you gain back more time to create innovative experiences for your students. Grab your earbuds and let's get started. In case you haven't heard, I am so excited to announce that the doors are open to my STEM into fall group coaching. If you're looking for more support when it comes to your STEM lessons for the year, figuring out how to use your materials and what materials you need to purchase in the future, and having that guidance of like-minded teachers like you and get to learn with me and from me, Naomi Meredith, then I invite you to the limited spots in my group coaching program and for this super fun cohort. You can grab more information at naomimeredith.com slash stem into fall. I could not believe that I made it to my fourth and fifth year teaching elementary STEM. And not only that, getting into my 10th and 11th year of teaching And if you've been teaching a while like I was, it's a pretty big accomplishment. I never knew going into elementary education that STEM was even a thing or even how to implement technology. I didn't have a whole lot of experience with that in my student teaching and really my first two years of teaching as well. I did do a lot of hands-on learning and experiments, so I've always known that's important in a way that I definitely like to learn. I'm a very highly creative person, and I just really love to create, whether it is digital things or things with my hands. I love that kind of stuff. So elementary STEM, in the hindsight of all the things that I have done and all of my experiences, is definitely a great fit for me. And I love thinking of new challenges and new lesson plans that students can implement. I just really love learning. I really, really do. Super corny, but just ask my teacher honey husband. It's how I am. Yes, I am a bit corny and I I really mean what I say. I really, I really do love to learn. So what was it like? What is a connector? What is the stage on the STEM teacher pathway? Well, as a connector, you are in four plus years of teaching elementary STEM, whether you've been teaching in the classroom before this role, but really you've been teaching elementary STEM for a while and you are feeling your groove. You're feeling confident about your class. You're probably like me, you have a whole bank of lessons that can carry you throughout the year and beyond, 
and you are able to easily adapt. You know that your lessons are standards-based, but also if there are new things that arise, you are able to implement those things into your program and take out the things that might not be working anymore. Likewise, you really do know your students. When you've been in this spot for four plus years, you know your students, not only on that personal level, but also as a grade level and those things that those ages like to connect with and the types of lessons that work best for them. You definitely have been able to differentiate your lessons, whether those are things that are planned or even things on the go. You're able to figure out things because you're really comfortable with the tools and the setting in your classroom. And it really shows too with your students. They really are comfortable as well, and they get to know you. I recently actually visited my school that I taught at their fun run, and I thought it would be a good way to see all the kids in a less non-intrusive way. So I saw every kid, but I wasn't interrupting all their classrooms. And it was so funny. They're like, oh my gosh, Miss Meredith, the other STEM teacher is over there. I'm like, it's fine. It's okay. It's like not a competition, but uh, it's just really cool because the kids were so used to me and a great, great teacher in that role now, but they got so used to me over the course of five years in the way that I do things that they didn't know any other way that STEM could be taught. And everybody has their different rhythm and things that they're comfortable with. So just really cool when you get to that place where Kids really get to know you and you get to know them and also the things they like and don't like. Also, when you've been teaching in this role for a while and as the connector, you are looking for really in-depth ways to connect as a community and to push you along and push your thinking, whether that is in your own school, your own school district, or even beyond your district walls where you can find a place to collaborate and continue to grow as an educator. Your biggest focus is when you are in this STEM role, because you are comfortable in that, is to make sure that you don't get stuck in your ways, especially if you are the only person in your building who teaches this subject. It's kind of easy to just keep doing what you've been doing, but really in any role in education, you want to be continuing to learn and grow and adapt, and that is the same with your STEM lessons. You might even notice with your students that they need more of a challenge. When you first got in that role, they might know some things they might not, especially if they've never had a STEM program before. So you definitely need to grow and change your program based on global trends. What are some new things that they need to be learning? What are some skills that are important? And also, this might even be the types of tools. Do you need to update some of the things in your curriculum? All of those types of things, you still want to grow and change and provide that innovative experience for your students. Also, you might even be experimenting with different teaching styles. Maybe you tried a little bit in your first couple of years, but you're feeling really confident where you could be co-teaching with other teachers in your building. Maybe they do something in their class that they bring into your classroom. Maybe you're co-teaching across your district. Maybe you're planning whole units with other teachers in your district. Maybe you're even planning a lesson with people in a group coaching setting, which is something that I do in my group coaching program, where we developed a whole ocean unit, a whole entire makerspace ocean unit that doesn't even exist in my shop. We created this together based on the passions 
and interests of the teachers and their students and also their lesson plans and created all of these different things together, which was so powerful, especially since the teachers in my program were the only ones who taught STEM. So definitely looking for those ways because you have that capacity, you understand your program, but you really want to grow in it. And maybe you've already dabbled in this before, but even your after-school programs have become more refined, and you've really figured out your rhythm and flow with that, and really pick the programs that you're really passionate about and are worthwhile your time after school. So in my journey as a connector in elementary STEM, so I was going into my fourth year, by this point, I had already completed my STEM certificate and my master's in STEM education. So Again, I will definitely record a podcast about this in the future, just waiting on a few things, but that's something I definitely have planned at some point because I am so glad I ended up waiting to get my master's in education. I waited, what, until my ninth year of teaching to get my master's because I didn't know what I wanted to spend all this money on. I always thought curriculum and instruction, which I still think would be a good fit because that is something I really love doing. But I'm so glad that I waited because again, I figured out by this point in my career, end of my third year teaching STEM, going into my fourth and fifth, that I was super passionate about this. This is my jam. This is what I absolutely love doing. So that might even be an opportunity for you. How can you continue your learning, maybe even going into another program to pursue that? Also, starting off in my fourth year, my schedule had a big change. So if you go back and listen to the other two episodes, I talk more about my schedule and how crazy it was and all the different hats. My different hats didn't go away. The only thing that changed is that I wasn't going to be co-teaching anymore. Just based on the funding in my school and how the week was split up and where the kids would go when they didn't have STEM, that wasn't an opportunity our school had anymore. So with that, it was exciting. I actually got to teach more STEM. So I got all of my kids, my six classes a day, my 150 kids a day for five days in a row, 45 minutes each. So I had fifth, fourth, third, lunch, and then first, kinder, and second. So I had the same six classes for those five days in a row. And this was really amazing to me because I was so used to teaching the three days out of the week. And for me, I was like super excited and the kids were too. We literally got double the amount of STEM. And with that, because my projects would kind of carry on for two months, I was actually doubling my year-long plan. Now, I already had that planned out. I already know what knew what those lessons are and I've tried some things here and there, but I really got to dive in and go through that whole engineering design process. So maybe if you're thinking in this role, how do you can better improve your program? Are there ways that you can even extend the time, the amount of time that you actually see kids? That can actually make a huge difference in your teaching too and be a different challenge. How can you make projects last longer? During these fourth and fifth years is really when I also started exploring more of STEM stations. I had tried it before, but really being more strategic in those STEM stations. And I talk all about it in my K-2 STEM planning workshop. And we also did a lot with that in my group coaching as well, is planning out those STEM stations that are purposeful and standards aligned, not random and something that the kids look forward to. And that was a huge game changer in my management and also my whole curriculum in K-5. 
During these years, I really did refine my after-school clubs. I was known for hosting a lot of after-school clubs because I wanted kids to be involved and try new passions and continue things that they really, really loved. I always had those certain kids who always signed up for my STEM clubs every single year. I knew they would sign up and I'd always make sure they got in because that was their total thing. This is when I actually developed my school-wide video news. So I also did a whole series about this, have a whole workshop all about setting up your school-wide news. But this is when I really transformed our school-wide announcements and built that consistency and excitement over something that would show every single day and also deliver important information. So this became like a whole movement in my building. And I, since I had the capacity where I knew where my curriculum was going, I really could focus in on having this really awesome program when it came to my school-wide news, where we would video pre-record the news at least a week ahead and then also edit. And those could be shown in classrooms based on the teacher's time and not worrying about the announcements blaring overhead. Also with after school clubs, I really was focusing on hosting clubs that would be a part of our district events. And those things were actually growing in our district at the same time. So before I did clubs where it was kind of random, I was testing out tools. A lot of times like, I don't even know how this tool works. Let me run a club so I can figure it out. But at this point, I kind of knew how those tools worked. And so I picked clubs that would actually benefit a future event where a lot of kids could participate and I could bring a lot of kids to that event, which was super exciting. Especially in this fourth and fifth year of teaching STEM, and again, this was my 10th and 11th year of education, I am the kind of person who's always trying to pursue and grow and learn and wanting more challenges and opportunities. So I was really seeking out ways to connect with other teachers for myself, but also to connect all of you because I know how important that is. So I've always had my business for um, this whole STEM world, elementary STEM coach, Naomi Meredith, and really transformed within my first year of teaching STEM, but especially in my fourth and fifth years is really developing things that could bring you together and help you dive in deeper, like those online workshops and my membership. So really thinking about those things. Also for myself, I really wanted to share that knowledge with teachers in my district and presented in a lot of events that we did. We did some professional development where we could sign up and teach about something. So really tried to push myself and be in that role where I could teach others about the things that were happening in my classroom. And then also presenting at a lot of online summits and online conferences. Again, sharing information with teachers who haven't heard of me before and need some new refreshing ideas in their classroom and pushing myself that way. It does take a lot where, yes, I can do this with my students and figure it out and do all that, but it's another where you can take what you have learned, refine it, and be able to present about it in a way where it makes sense to others. It's really hard, everybody. <laughs> maybe I maybe I don't make it seem very easy, and I apologize, but it really does take a lot, a lot of practice to really go through, okay, here's this concept I want to explain to you, and then let me break it down so that it makes sense so you can make sense of that. So, I mean, I guess that's teaching, but really teaching how you are teaching, that is a challenge. 
So beyond that fifth year of teaching K through five STEM, I did end up leaving the classroom, which I talked more about in episode 108 and talking through this whole journey in education, but really continuing that passion where I can be here to support you in all sorts of ways in your elementary journey so that you can be a connector and you can be that navigator, investigator, all those things in your STEM teacher pathway where I can provide more time and support with for you with my resources, podcasts, all of those different programs, and also have that opportunity to connect with other companies and still get my feet wet in teaching. I do have some things where I get to still teach STEM in person because I absolutely love it and also so passionate about making this elementary STEM community so much smaller. So when it comes to different resources that I can specifically provide you, if you're in this stage of the connector or going into this stage, you're going into those later years of teaching elementary STEM and you're thinking, how else can I grow? What support do I need? Continue listening to this podcast. I absolutely love you being here. And if there's something that you're looking for, please shoot me an email or message me on Instagram. I take screenshots of those and save them and end up planning those into my content because that lets me know if I don't have an answer for you, like, hey, I already recorded in this episode. If I don't have that, then I will end up recording it. So it really helps me know what are you looking for? What are those things that I want me to be creating and help make sense of everything for you? From there, if you're really looking for a community, I definitely encourage you to join in on my STEM Teacher Bookshelf community where we do read a book a month to help us continue our growth. I read them at least two times where we can continue that growth in STEM and innovation. There's always more to learn and have that community where we can discuss the topics that are presented in the book and also have a really fun live call where we can connect together. Now, when it comes to more big lesson planning and really digging into your program and making sure everything's cohesive and you're finding ways to grow, we do this in my group coaching program that's open only a couple times of year. Currently, if you're listening to this live, it is the STEM into fall cohort where we will get started in October and we will go through part of the new year just with winter breaks and all of that. Want to make sure we honor all of our times off, but also honor the time that we are together. So that is a great opportunity for you to connect and grow and learn. I absolutely loved my STEM into spring group. It was such a great group of ladies and we really connected within our chats and also our live calls. I had a plan going forward and then definitely adapted things based on what our teachers needed in the group. And it was just an amazing place to be. So every cohort is definitely different. Um, There is a plan in mind, but then also changing that for what you're looking for. If you really just want some help one-on-one, I'm also available for that too. So there's also some ways we can work together for the short term and the long term. If you just want to connect with me in a deeper level and Definitely those workshops are available as well. Some planning workshops and also how to host your own video school white news. So everything will be linked for you in the show notes. Definitely I'm creating and always thinking of ways to help you grow as an educator. Even if I'm not sharing them quite yet, there are things that I'm always working on behind the scenes to improve myself in my STEM teacher pathway and ultimately help you and your students so that it is an amazing and great place for you to be. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Naomi Meredith underscore or send me an email to elementarystemcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to check out my website, naomimeredith.com to see all the show notes from today's episode and shop my K-5 STEM resources. Any questions you have, needs for resources, or ideas for episodes, get in touch. I'll talk to you soon.